It is Monday, June 7th, 2021. This week is short and sweet. It's just the meat. We just watched it. We'll review it. We'll rate it. It's the 2008 MCU film, The Incredible Hulk. This week, it's just the giggler, and I'm your host, Logan. This is Mostly Superheroes. Hello, and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me in the studio, brand new camera angles, different seats, all new setup, no PC mic. We have the Giggler. Howdy. This is you right behind me. You see your new look? There's you. Yes. There's me. Can't wait to see the finished product. There's us. There's the screen. How you doing, Giggler? I'm good. I hope you got me from all my good angles. I'll let you know next week. You look great from where I'm sitting. Yeah, you as well. Thank you. Um, you've been at my house now for a while. <laughs> Pizza party. <laughs> we literally just watched. That's right, folks. It's an abbreviated episode, a special episode of Mostly Superheroes. It's only the meat. And we're talking about The Incredible Hulk. Wrapping up the MCU rewatch. This is the final movie for us in real life. We've watched them all. Except we forgot to talk about one. Except we forgot to talk about one, and we finally came around and did it. You know why we forgot, though? It's the redheaded stepchild of the MCU. It's the Incredible Hulk. Star Wars, starring Edward Norton. I own this thing, and Giggler, you came over to watch it, and we, uh, yeah, we ordered some Domino's. It was great. Thank you for, for the, the pizza thanks. I just paid for. But... Yeah, thanks for Venmoing me right <laughs> when we sat down. I mean, you brought it down like a champ with pizza, apps, cups, ice, forks, plates. Uh, you forgot only forgot one thing, but. Just the killed forks. It. You killed it. Took you, me two trips. You've been a great host, as always. Well, we finally actually watched one of these things pretty quickly. You know, we usually we what we do is we watch them. We come in the studio. We talk about them. This time, we're coming fresh off of The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. And let's just get right into it, because we got notes. You were taking notes like a frantic maniac during that thing. I loved it. Um, and let's just kick us off. Just like we always do, let's set the stage, give you listeners at home or in your car, wherever you are. First of all, thank you for coming back. Two Mostly Superheroes next week on episode 25, Everything Returns, Fan Mail, News and Rumors, What You Watching. I assume PC Mike will be here, just so you know, he's all good. Had to take care of something tonight. This is the two-episode recording week, as you guys know. So we're having a little bit of crossover, doing it a little bit differently for you, but didn't want to give you a week without any content. So this week, without further ado, for the meat. Next up and last in our MCU rewatch... The redheaded stepchild of the MCU. This one came out just one month after 2008's Iron Man. It's the unofficial sequel to 2003's, 2003's Hulk, starring Eric Bana, and takes place in the MCU right before Iron Man 2. It's the second MCU title produced by Marvel Studios, distributed by Universal Pictures. This is exactly why it's not on Disney Plus. This is why you can't find it anywhere, and it's also why there wasn't a solo Hulk movie anytime after this. It is, uh, the film was directed by Louis Leterrier with a screenplay by Zach Penn. It stars Edward Norton as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Incredible Hulk, alongside Liv Tyler and William Hurt 
introducing General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. It's June 13th, 2008 at the time, and and superhero movie fans were still freaking out about Iron Man, and we still went and saw this thing. Let's review it. Let's rate it. Let's talk about how it makes us feel. It's The Incredible Hulk. Had a budget of $150 million, and Andy, you were saying this is not up to the most of the MCU standards out there. It made $264.8 million, not a failure by any means, still made a dime, and we want to give that spoiler alert right now for the film. We just watched it. We're going to do this totally different today, kind of just a fresh take, some reactions, and uh, yeah, let's talk about our favorite parts of this thing. Um, first, I'll kind of just very quickly... I don't want to. We're not going to do the full three minute recap like we normally do because we just watched this. So I'm going to let us kind of ramble a little bit. Do it. But top level, this is Bruce Banner. He's a man on the run. You got a general that's after him. He wants his blood so that he can make more of the Incredible Hulk. And uh, it's the journey of this guy coming back, reuniting with Betty Ross, General Ross's daughter. A big fight against another Hulk called the Abomination. The Hulk comes out on top. He wins, but he does go on the run at the end of this movie. That's the Incredible Hulk. That was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that was like three sentences of a two-hour movie. And maybe we'll maybe we'll get to that for most of our films. We'll just try to do like 10-second recaps. Either way, I want to start hearing some of your favorite parts because I gave you a notepad, and I even said like... <laughs> yeah, this is clutch. I you like this, this right? This every is, week. It's kind of like a form, and I said, here's your form. I feel like I'm in school again. It said, fill out your top five parts. There's a little section for your notes. Submit this to my teacher after the after the exam. Yeah, get the scantrons out. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you hit us up? What's some of your favorite parts of this movie? Uh, I think we can just go all over the place with this. Anytime he uses cars or anything as boxing gloves, <laughs> just anytime utterly he, ridiculous. Anytime he picks up any car, any piece of metal, and uses it just to punch with. He just didn't say enough, like smash enough times in this movie. That's the biggest thing. My biggest thing. You only really get one Hulk smash, like toward the end. Yeah. You're right, and he doesn't really do much talking in this, except for the part where he actually says Betty. <laughs> he actually says Betty to the girls. Name. Yeah, yeah. Liv Tyler. Of I course. mean, that's that's my biggest thing. Like uh, my initial reaction when he turned into Hulk for the first time, I was like, wow, of how how different he looks now versus then, like 13 years later. I mean, that's a lot, just due to just technology that we have now i guess but still well still though this movie came out in 2008 iron man came out right around then and yes four years later we see the hulk come into the avengers movie and it's of course mark ruffalo this hulk i mean it's just he looks a lot he's miles better than the eric banna hulk didn't you just say you had a bad time trying to rewatch that recently i gave it five minutes that was all i could take it's bad (laughs) and it looks rough too this one at least looks okay I think his face looks a little weird. He's got like the stretchy muscles going on, like he stretches, yeah, yeah. like his chest. He looks a little bit just too much like the actual the the villain in this. Like he makes, I think, feel like now he looks more humanish as as the Hulk and not like a Hulk, I guess. Well, Mark Ruffalo also has just a softer face yeah. than Edward yeah, yeah, Norton. Yeah, that's true. But I'd also softer argue, face. <laughs> I'd also argue, yeah. <laughs> Please got, tweet him that. Yeah, you got that soft face, Mark Ruffalo. You got the soft face Hulk. It's a lot more friendly though. Good for kids. This one's, you're right, it looks like terrifying. Like, now that our Twitter's back, you need to tweet. At Mark, Mark Ruffalo. And, and Edward Norton. You know, I, I want to get like a Hulk battle going online to see who thinks is the better Hulk. I want to see Edward Norton say, come out and say like, it should have been me. 
I, yeah, I wonder what his thoughts are now. How do you think he did in this movie as Bruce Banner? Like, really, we just sat, we just watched this thing. I'm feeling a little, I'm just going to be honest, we'll rate this thing at the end, but I'm feeling a little underwhelmed by the movie. I felt it dragging a lot, but I do feel like it has some big banger parts. I really like the fight scene at the university where they bring out those big sonic cannons. That's my favorite part. Pretty good. That's, that was on your favorite part list? Yes. That's, those, well, that's my number one favorite part. That's your number one? I, I think, think it's so. mine, too, when they I fight in so. the field. You get the abomination before he's the abomination, the soldier guy. Where he probably should have stopped. Yeah, this guy. Let's talk about the villain, I guess, of this story. The first villain is probably General Ross, the big guy that's coming after Bruce Banner. But then he creates this super soldier basically right in front of us, which you said it best, Andy. seems like in this movie you could have made super soldiers the whole time. Yes. All you had to do was get your hands on a little bit of Bruce Banner's blood and then make copies. Like, exactly. Like we just said, couldn't you just take Captain America's blood? What's the difference? Yeah, and I'm sure, like, Steve Rogers was in S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, would it, you probably could have walked right up to him and been like, hey, we're going to take a little bit of your blood today. Just a little paper cut real quick. <laughs> but um, the bad guy in this, man, I forget the guy's name. I should have wrote it down. But he's the soldier. He's the guy they bring in to try out a new super soldier serum. He gets a little bit tougher, right? He can, like, fight the Hulk kind of hand-to-hand. But then he gets, like, crazy about it. And he's like, <laughs> I want to look like the Hulk. <laughs> And they're like, why do you want to look like the Hulk? He's like, I just like, I love to fight. I love to fight. <laughs> Even if I have bones coming out of my elbows, my back. Bones coming out of my other bones. Bones coming out just of bones. Just growing bones just <laughs> randomly. He's like, I want to look like the Hulk, but I want to have all my bones on the outside. <laughs> all the outside I bones. I want to be uglier. Yeah, he looks like he literally has a skull face. Um, Let's talk about some of the uh, other main parts you have. Actually, I didn't write down any of mine, so go ahead. Yeah, um, we have, I love the comic accurate pants joke. I mean, it's so cheesy, but they have to do it. She buys him the purple pants. Yeah, you have to do it. Says, can't, no, I'm not going to wear those. I mean, that's the thing. Wasn't that in the Eric Bana one, like the color that his pants were? That Oh, in the yeah. Movie? He had the purple shorts. He also fought Hulk dogs in that movie. <laughs> I did not see that part. <laughs> 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 Might have to give it another watch. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, Lou Ferrigno cameo in this thing. I'll give it up for it. The original, the OG, the biggest, you know, you, that's how you know Lou Ferrigno. I, that's how I've always known Lou Ferrigno. He was the Incredible Hulk. Did, yeah. I didn't really ever watch the show, though, did you? No. Or the I'm aware of it. Like, I've seen I've seen clips of it, but, like, I don't, I've never, I never watched it as, like, a kid or anything. Well, he comes in. He's a security guard. And he's like, you know what? You can go in if you give me this pizza. And he's, he's like, gives up his whole, he's like, you can go inside. I don't care. Just give me this pizza. I love pizza. Provide <laughs> me with pizza. Yeah, well, we had it tonight. Is there still some leftover? There's still some pizza over there. We had a little bit of Hawaiian tonight, and we also had a uh, three meat. We had the a- pizza. <laughs> we also did the specialty chicken. Thanks, thanks, Domino's, <laughs> unofficial <laughs> sponsor here. Um, let's see. Let's talk about some notable connections in this, in this thing. Like I said, this is um, the redheaded stepchild of the MCU. Why? I kind of said it in the opening remarks, but again, this property is a distribution deal owned by universal produced by marvel studios and here's the agreement i have a little article that i pulled up from a screen rant and the link is in our description today basically the distribution deal these were the terms marvel can use the hulk and they can make hulk stuff but they can't make a hulk titled movie so they said no hulk titled movies after like unless Universal's involved and they own the distribution so this is why it's not on disney plus it's also why there's not any solo Hulk movie after this. But they do continue the Hulk storyline with Mark Ruffalo coming through the Avengers 
um, and a bunch of other movies. So it's like you kind of like you never were gonna get that solo film, and uh, but they did they did a recast too, right? It's like why did they make this change from Edward Norton? Andy, I was telling you, you know, it seemed like it was it actually came down to creative differences mainly between Norton and Feige, where Norton wanted to have like more creative control, and I think it was just like a clash of creative visions is all it was. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what how he thinks about that now, but yeah, I, I would mean, love I, to hear. No him. matter what, Mark Ruffalo is awesome. Oh, like, Mark I, Ruffalo came in. Happy to be here. I don't think I even knew who Mark Ruffalo was until he was Hulk. So yeah, I don't mean either. I mean, what was he in before that? Nothing that we know. I don't, of. I don't know. But that's. I mean, that's the thing. They just like always hit it out of the park with casting, just about every time. Like, yeah, they what's, did. What's a terrible casting move that they made? I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, really. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. It's like they nail all of them. That's what Marvel does. It's how they brought Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Um, this Edward Norton man, I thought he did fine, but you know, it's focusing on this movie, The Incredible Hulk, just really trying to feel how like I felt about it. I just felt like I said it to you a couple times during. I felt like I was watching a movie that like it w- definitely helps to be a Marvel fan if you watch this. Like the like the opening credit scene is kind of like the oh, the origin story, even though like I said, unofficially the sequel to 2003's Eric Bana. You watch that movie, you watch this movie, it seems like it picks like right back up a little bit. But it's just, it did. It dragged a little bit. I feel like you don't get a ton of Hulk. You get like a little bit in the beginning, you know, where they all attack him in uh, South America. and But he's kind of in the shadows. Then they fight at the university. But then, like, they fight at the end. The big fight against Abomination. And it's kind of the three times you see him. But I will say that in fight, it kind of almost brings it back for you. Yeah. Because it was it pretty did. good. It was great. No, that, that was the only reason why it wasn't my, my favorite part was just because, I, I don't know, I just, like, enjoy that that scene with, with the daughter and how that kind of busted open the rest, rest of the movie. Uh, Betty, with Betty, Betty, Ross. yeah, Betty Ross. Yeah. 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 I like, I, I honestly, like, I don't think I said this yet, but I don't think I've watched this movie for like 10 years probably. So yeah. this was almost like seeing it for the first time again. Like I completely forgot. You were cracking me and up. That you were like, you're like, is, is she, she dead? Is she dead in the first? Like, I literally <laughs> couldn't remember. I, like, I was like, I mean, you've seen this. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. So wait, I think I remember this. It I was, was like, I remembered it too well. I guess I watched it. This is probably, I've probably seen this movie. That's probably the tenth time I've seen it. Oh wow, yeah, I've seen it maybe three now. But now that I'm thinking about it and watching <laughs> it today, I feel like I only watched it because it was part of the MCU rewatch. You know, I, I was like, I understand. Okay. I was like, okay, I'll watch Iron Man, then I'll watch this because let's just jump to it. In credit scene, it's not even in credit scene. It's part of the movie. Even though I think it may have been, it used to be the end credit scene. They they, met, they moved it again. Listen, that, man, I don't. You've you've watched movies with me now. I have pretty good memory when it comes to movies. It's uncanny. It's the most impressive. Like Justice League, like when we watched Snyder Cut, that was weird. It was like, wait a minute, I remember like every part of the Just, Justice League. <laughs> yep. Either way, I think this may have been an end credit scene. Either way, Robert Downey Jr. comes in, says to General Ross, "We're building the team." And I just I said it. I feel like it doesn't make total sense because in Iron Man two, Tony Stark's like not even about the Avengers. But after Iron Man one, Tony Stark has just talked to Nick Fury at the end credit scene, and maybe uh, you know maybe he did go talk to him again. This movie, Incredible Hulk, came out only five or six weeks after Iron Man. I can't even. That's crazy to me. It's crazy to me too because you think about that. That was two thousand eight. I remember going to see Iron Man in theaters. Like go back and tell and like tell young logan like hey this is going to be a 25 movie masterpiece with shows and then 
who knows what's going to come from there but but still just pretty cool to think about it is it is very cool but i do think that like there is i get the sense with this movie that like kevin feige came in a little late to where they're like they already had this kind of polished half polished incredible hulk movie at universal and he was like hold on guys you guys have no idea what yet what we're planning and I need to come in here and like fight you this thing, which I mean, you can tell like they Easter egg some really great stuff in here. Stark Industries is mentioned throughout the uh, movie. You also get some shield references like the shield logo that looks just like the shield logo they use in all of the MCU. Nick Fury's name is actually on some documents in the beginning of the movie. Oh, really? Yes. Gotcha. So they're doing a lot of this connecting. They're bringing it in. But I told you, man, if like if you're not us like MCU fans and you're like, I'm just going to watch this Hulk movie. I don't think you're going to have a great time. You might not have a great time, even if you do enjoy all these movies. Yeah, you can hear me. I'm like hemming and hawing over it. Do you, do you, do you already have your rating? Have you done it yet? Uh, yeah, I have it written down. All right, let's save it for, oh, let's save it for a minute. Let's do a couple more connections. Got a Stan Lee cameo in the movie, of course. He drinks that soda pop. Sad one. Yeah. It was like the one where he drinks the soda. Edward, or well, Bruce Banner's blood's in it. That's how they find him. And then the camera cuts away, and I'm like, he's a, so Stan Lee's dead. Or he's a Hulk. <laughs> Stan Lee hulked out. That would, I need to see that on screen. Um, what else? Captain America, Super Soldier Serum. We talked about it, but you know, this thing, we're talking about some connections here. Um, this movie takes a different approach with the Super Soldier Serum. Like, it's kind of more about pulling it out of the Hulk and then making it into a weapon. And to Andy's point, we have just never seen anybody. Really trying to take that approach with Captain America, it's just like uh, it's just like he's the Hulk, so we're trying to capture him. This this General Ross has like a personal vendetta against Bruce Banner because he dated his daughter, I guess. <laughs> like, why is he so mad at the Hulk? It's like he's like he's a good guy, and if you just leave him alone, he's all chill. He just wants his blood. Just wants his blood. Whatever. He wants it so badly that he actually helps and creates the bad guy of the movie, the Abomination. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I didn't even think about that. That's the whole premise of like the, this is way off topic right now, but uh, Isaiah Bradley, I guess they were taking his blood in, in the past. Yeah, in, they were experimenting they were exper- on him. Okay, so yeah. That's, Pro- but probably, I mean, if they're doing that, they're taking his blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to replicate. Yeah, just to correct ourselves, because that was a... Well, we're, the reason we're saying this is because in the Incredible Hulk movie, this Norton film, the scientist that helps him, Dr. Blue, or whatever, Mr. Blue, Dr. Yep, Green, Mr. Blue, Mr. Blue, Mr. Green... I don't know that actor's name, but he's the uh, the guy that uh, ends up helping Bruce Banner in this movie. He has literally got a he's got a whole cooler like a a room full of the his blood. Exactly. And Bruce is like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just made copies of it, <laughs> just concentrated it, and made reproduced it. it. <laughs> no big deal." And he's like, "And, and he, Bruce Banner, Edward Norton goes, we got to destroy all this tonight. Like it's not like they never. I don't think they've ever copied Steve's blood, Steve Rogers' blood." Um, what else we got? Other connections here. So kind of sad, you know, for Liv Tyler, if she was hoping to be in the MCU, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and they just said, we're not even going to address this in the future movies. Um, however, they kind of do. So her name's Betty in the film. I did a little digging. Again, I had this Screen Rant article that helped us out. Um, it turns out that Veronica in Avengers Age of Ultron, you might remember, this is where Tony and Bruce Banner with Mark Ruffalo, build this computer AI defense system called Veronica, which is like for worst case scenario of the Hulk, if the Hulk decides to bust out again. Well, apparently Veronica is like code name for like this three-person team that was like Betty, Ross, 
uh, Bruce Banner and like someone else they worked with. So like that is maybe the only callback of like Mark Ruffalo's uh, Hulk going Bruce Banner going. You know, we named her Veronica because. But like, Other, yeah. Otherwise, zero reference, right? Otherwise, then you can assume there's no reference to this woman. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. Um, who else we got? Uh, General Ross, of course. So this is the introduction of General Ross in this movie. Uh, I said his name earlier, played by William Hurt, and we see this guy in all sorts of movies after this. He's he's in the uh, Captain America Civil War. He's actually moved up to Secretary of State. He talks to the Avengers. And we also see him in Avengers Infinity War. He's working with War Machine. And then he's at, I don't want to give a spoiler here, but he's at a, he's at a funeral in Avengers Endgame. I'll just say that. Wow. That's a good call. Thanks. And that is a lot of movies that he's in that I honestly kind of forgot about. And there's a lot more fun connection and, than that in, uh, the, in this movie that you would never even think of. Let's just go ahead and jump to the hilarious one. <laughs> Roger Harrington. This is Martin Starr. You might know Martin Starr from Silicon Valley. Or, if you know him in this movie, he's an intern, dorky little intern, named Roger Harrington, who grows up to become the teacher of Peter Parker in the Tom Holland Spider-Man films, Homecoming and Far From Home. Same actor, same character. Oh, my God. There I, have, was, I have no words. I went down rabbit holes on this on the internet. I'll just say this. This guy has a whole storyline just as much as like the Hulk does. <laughs> From the lines in Spider-Man, he clues you into his past. Like there's a part in Spider-Man Homecoming where he's like, get on the bus, kids. He's like, I can't lose another kid on a field trip. Not again. <laughs> so apparently he like lost that um, in, in Spider-Man Far From Home. It's post blip. And he's telling the kids, he's like, I tell you guys how, uh, how my wife fake blipped. He's like, yeah, we had a fake funeral for her and everything. Well, he's like, the funeral was real. <laughs> she pretended that she got dusted and just left him. This guy's hilarious. But, man, you would think, I mean, uh, the Incredible Hulk, a character from the second MCU film, that, that Spider-Man, like, far from that's home, on, that's the, so that's that's the last movie in Phase 3. They did that on purpose. That's got to be intentional. I don't know. I'm, I'm according, this is all internet, like, from like Reddit forums and just I hope it down. is. I love that actor. Roger Harrington. If you're a diehard fan and you've known this, or if you want to do some digging for us, let us know. Um, and of course, um, you know, I already mentioned Nick Fury, Captain America. The big one, though, let's just talk about Bruce Banner. This is kind of the big question I know people talk about when these Hulk movies come up. I wanted to address it right here, right now on the show, in case you just need to know. There is a linear, pretty a pretty linear story story for Bruce Banner. If you do watch. I don't recommend it, but you could watch the 2003 Hulk movie, Eric Bana. Next would come The Incredible Hulk, this one with Edward Norton, the one we're talking about today, 2008. Next up would be The Avengers. This is where Mark Ruffalo makes his debut. Iron Man 3, end credit scene. He's actually talking to Tony there. Wow. Avengers Age of Ultron plays a big role there. Thor Ragnarok continues that storyline, and it goes right into Avengers Infinity War. The Captain Marvel end credit scene, and then Avengers Endgame, and then we can guess that, and I believe it's been rumored that he will be in She-Hulk, the Disney Plus series that comes out in 2022. Maybe he's in Loki. That's so true. Like that's why it's a definite guess because, like, hey, he could be in anything. anyone. Could be in Loki. Anyone in the whole 
Multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to be using this Marvel encyclopedia (laughs) any day now. You know, also what's crazy is that by the time this airs, except for Patreon, even for Patreon, I guess. Yeah. Everyone will have watched the first episode of Loki. Yeah, you're listening now, and you're like, I thought you guys would be talking about Loki right now. Well, that's coming on Monday. Yes. Uh, mostly Mondays. Clarify that. That's good to know because you're right because that is. yeah. We're, we're talking to ourselves right now, and we've seen Loki. Should we do predictions? Well, let's finish up this movie After this, first. I mean, After, yeah. We, we can do that. Just had that idea pop hey, in my head. I don't want to forget you, about it. No, we need to because for us, it's in two days. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. All right, we'll nerd out. All right, let's finish up The Incredible Hulk, this <laughs> this beeline MCU <laughs> film. But it's an MCU film nonetheless, and we want to pay it respect, talk about it. I think we covered all the connections, all the things you want to see. Again, thanks to Screen Rant again for the article. Giggler, any final thoughts, and let's hear that rating. Uh, just one of my top parts I forgot to talk about. I don't have a lot of room here, so I'm adjusting to the new space. The new space, yeah. The Hulk clap. Oh, you mean the Hulk clap? Yep, when he just decided, I've never done this before, but I'm going to clap and put out a whole fire. Yeah, the, the helicopter it's about to explode. fire. It's going to explode. He thinks on his feet, creates enough wind to knock this thing out. Um, any other favorite parts that we're missing? I guess like I like that doctor whenever he like makes the abomination. He, the guy that was helping Bruce Banner, he falls on the ground, and there's blood dripping on his head, and it starts to grow. Whatever happened to that guy? Exactly. We never What's found that? out. He, I don't think. I mean, I, they led us to believe that that was going to be like a new villain or something. I mean, he could be like a Blue Hulk. A Blue Hulk. He's, he's Mister Blue. He could be. And I have also heard like rumors that like not even rumors. I feel like it's in the comics that. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross becomes like the Red Hulk at a certain point. How crazy would that? That be? was one of the other moments I missed. Just the fact that we've seen that name. Like he hasn't. Like he's been in the movies that you talked about, but like it's not someone you think about all the time potentially being up. But like we've we've heard his name mentioned so much because of Falcon and Winter Soldier and rumors about all that where that's heading. So yeah and there's like, like there's rumors about the thunderbolts where are we gonna see him next and how much and maybe he'll be interacting with characters like deadpool yeah who knows um what about that rating let's go ahead and do it let's wrap this thing up the incredible hulk hit it hit us 2.5 i, don't know, I, I thought about booing but... it's it's the lowest i've ever probably put for an mcu movie do you want to elaborate is it like um, is it like just just like you said like there it just didn't there was a, a few good scenes, but the rest was just kind of blah. Yeah, like it did, like it just didn't keep me super entertained the whole time. Yeah, like they usually do. But I mean, again, still overall a, a movie that I probably will watch a few times more in my life. But who knows? Yeah, you'll watch it again like, when it you do the full re- rewatch. But like, if if this is on TV, it's not something I'm even gonna think about turning on. I, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. I feel like this is a movie that uh, drags a little bit, that kind of was a, you know, a couple studios that had to come together and finish a vision that I think was already half-baked or quarter-baked even, maybe not a lot, but something that they had to kind of like, they were like, they had the pieces of, and I think they were like, well, we're already making this Hulk movie again. Kevin Feige came in, made it MCU. You can feel the tonality of it a little bit. It gets a little MCU sometimes, but sometimes... It just kind of goes off the rails, and I'm like, what's this music? I feel like I'm trying to watch like a Batman ripoff or something. Like There are parts, <laughs> I told you, where it felt like we were in the Joker's warehouse. Like It was just the Hulks and shadows. I don't think there's near enough Hulk in this movie. That's always been the problem, too. Um, it's expensive CGI. It is. Honestly, I guarantee that's the biggest reason why. But, I mean, Iron Man was a, six weeks before it, and it looked amazing. 
But either way, the Hulk's a whole different beast, and it took him four years to come out and do this thing right. I did enjoy this movie. I'm with you. Rewatchability, never on its own, absolutely. Maybe for MCU rewatches. Other than that, I'm going to go right around you, man, and give this thing just a hair higher, a 2.6. Not bad. Not bad. Those are the connections. And, folks, that is it. Check it out. But, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, just there's a reason why we forgot about it, probably. Like, that's, yeah. That's what you have to say in closing. Well, and you got to, and like, I say that I'll watch it for my MCU rewatch, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we watched them all. Oops. <laughs> and then I was like, we're done. And then I was like, wait a minute. It was in the middle I, of an episode. I did the same thing. Like, I, I legitimately was like, one day I was like, oh, I got to figure out how to watch that movie. And then the next day I was just like, eh, just yeah, go to the next one. Which, and if you're wondering where to watch this thing, um, yeah, I already owned it, but you have to rent it or buy it. YouTube, iTunes, Apple TV, Vudu, Google Play, Amazon Prime. You can rent it or buy it from any of those. Um, the only way it will end up on Disney Plus one day is if Disney and Universal Studios can come to an agreement similar to what is going to happen with all the Spider-Man films. Sony has, I think, finally signed something that said, yes, you can have them on Disney Plus for probably, you know, $20 billion or something. <laughs> I have no idea how much. Um, exactly. Don't quote me on that amount. But, uh, yeah, folks, that's our last one. One of our, the second MCU film uh, ended up being our last one for the MCU library. It's all happening at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. Reviews, connections, everything you need to know for these films, this is the place to find it. Mostly Superheroes is helping you out. Should we talk about what's coming up? Just nerd out about, about Loki real yeah. quick? Yes, please. All right. So uh, sticking to the MCU, wrap this thing up. A nice, short, and sweet episode with just me and the Giggler today. Yep. I'm going to get to bed early, have some Loki charms in the morning when Loki I wake up. Loki charms. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's all the That's a real thing. It's all the sweet. This is a collaboration with Loki and the Lucky Charm cereal. That's right, folks. Will Will you be eating it? Me and the Giggler have already decided. Yes, we're going to. We're going to. Um, this show comes out in two days. We have been talking about this thing since the Marvel announcement at Comic Con two years ago. I want to say is when Kevin Feige was up on wow. that stage, dropping titles and showing everybody what was to come. It's gotta be. It was after Endgame wrapped up, and since then, there's been a pandemic, schedule shifts, everything pushed back, and here we are. We started a podcast. We started a podcast. <laughs> we knew, and man, thank goodness, the time has come. I think we're primed and ready for Loki, the third title in Marvel's Phase 4. <laughs> Let's just get out of the way. Tom Hiddleston is coming back as Loki, a version that jumps from the 2012 Avengers movie alternate timeline and gets caught by time police, ends up getting in close proximity to an agent, don't know his name, played by Owen Wilson. This looks like a multiverse jumping, planet jumping. Asgard is coming into play because you see the Bifrost at certain points. You see Loki like running for office. You see him fighting with knives. Giggler, let's just hear your predictions. What are you excited about? What do you think about when you picture this show? Um, just to... I do remember uh, Owen Wilson's name. Mo Mobius. Mobius. Mobius, Mobius. I think it's something weird like that. Okay, Mobius. Um, Mobius, Mobius. Yes, yes. And I, I really don't... I don't know. Like I, like I told you guys the other day, I read that uh, Vote Loki comic series where he basically tricks the world into letting him run for president. 
just ridiculous. Thing. And it seems it was like, like a, maybe that might be fun playing. A, and you see him with buttons on. Yeah, there's a, a vote Loki sticker you can see on his uh, uh, jacket for one of the scenes, which is very cool. But I did hate when I read that. Uh, like I, I've been reading like I probably read like ten Loki comic comics in the last week. Just or in so. preparation just for this see, show. Yeah, yeah, just to maybe catch catch stuff here and there. But then they specifically called out yesterday on I think it was on comic book that there wasn't going to be a lot of connections to the comic books. But yeah, well, they whatever. Yeah, we know this though. We know they just say whatever it takes to throw us off. But we also know what it's <laughs> yeah. like to make predictions and be let down. That being said, I I don't think this is a show that I'm going to be like trying to predict too much other than like, you know, reading the comics like you said, and maybe there's some things that we'll see happening. I think that this is going to be and we've seen some people tweeting today, Brandon Davis over at Comic Book, and I know uh, PC Mike had sent that tweet from uh, I don't know if you have if you have it handy. He sent yeah. it to us in the uh, group chat and just people that are really excited about this show saying that this title out of the 3 that have come out this year so far, WandaVision Falcon and Winter Soldier. This show Loki is going to have the most, the biggest impact across the MCU by far, which really gets me excited. It's like getting me questions like, where is he going to be jumping to? What types of versions of Earth will we see? It seems like he ends up in a New York that's just totally destroyed at one point. I remember from the poster, it just looked like it was caving in. You might have seen like a Bruce Banner or a, yeah. like a Hulk looking figure, but it could have been anything, anybody different versions of earth where like maybe the Avengers didn't exist and you know, everything's fair game. That's what I'm excited about. Mutants could be coming into play. Mephisto. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but serious and all joking aside though, this could be a show that absolutely you get a glimpse of Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know if they want to do this because it needs to be focused on this character. What's he going to, what situations will he be in that makes us care about these six episodes? Who's going to be the villain of the show? Exactly. And like it, like the protagonist antagonist of this show gets really like, what are we going to be watching? Loki's a bad guy at this point. You know, in Avengers, he gets picked up. He was trying to take over the planet Earth for Thanos. He hasn't lived through the events of the Dark World and Ragnarok and Infinity War. I mean, that guy, I mean, he's, he's dead. Yeah. But this guy, he's going to have his own journey. You're right. Like, who is and who is the good guy? Is it going to be some of it like the Time Bureau? It probably will set up like the Time Bureau is this big um, uh, structure that you can like. It's like we control everything. We keep everything in line. But then you'll figure out that somebody at the Time Bureau is not who they say they are. I bet we see something like that. Yeah, I think that the question I just asked, like who's going to be the villain of the show, might I feel like that's going to be something that we're going to be asking like till the very end. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it's going to have something to do with like the morality of time travel and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and like what? And what does he do when he starts seeing opportunities to jump to something where he's like, "Oh, this will benefit me"? Because Loki's all about like, you know, this, the, you know, the, the shortcut, the getting there fast. He wants to be in charge. He might see an opportunity, to be like, "Oh, I'll jump over here." I'm excited to see where he goes, man. Yeah, yeah, everything's fair game. I don't know what. I like have no could, clue what we're gonna see. He could cross paths with like the Guardians of the Galaxy. We could see another version of Thor and I also wanted to make a prediction for sure right now that this Loki no doubt no question will come face to face with our Thor at a certain point in a certain title I hope so and it'll be like a it's got to be I mean there's no right? or I think this will be a season or I, like it, something that they do a second season of but 
I never know. I think I've heard rumors. It's probably too early to say that, but I've heard rumors about that. I hope it is. I have more than anything. I've read. I wish I could quote the articles, but I've read articles saying that like season two has already been talked about. Well, I'm low key excited. Low key excited. That's right. That has totally screwed me up every time I say low key. Every like forever. Same. Uh, okay, can't wait for this. Tom Hiddleston uh, coming here in Loki. Six episodes. It starts in two days from when we're recording right now. But like Andy said, by the time you listen to this, this dropped for you on June 9th. It's on Disney+. Plus. Go stream it right now. We'll be talking about it each and every week. Any any final thoughts, Giggler? I'm so excited. We got a, we got a busy year ahead of us. Two, two recordings in a week. What a, I mean, how, how are we going to do this? Well, I'll tell you how we're going to do it. We're going to keep showing wait, up for the fans. Wait, yeah. Oh, wait. Not that hard. Well, we could have taken off to this week. We could have said, you know what? We'll just figure out the Hulk. No, no, no. Two nights we're recording yeah. it. You're listening today. This is on Thursday. If you're on Patreon, it's Wednesday. Don't forget this coming Monday, mostly Mondays, new episodes every Monday early on Patreon on Sunday. Yes. Double duty for the fans. Diggler, I'll see you in two days. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Can we get pizza again? I think we should. I, think we should. I mean, we got to talk about how we're going to do Loki because I, I liked watching this fresh. And given that that fresh reaction, that's pretty cool. But I'll tell you this: Carrie and I will be watching this thing first thing in the morning on Wednesdays. Oh yeah, we, um, it's already a point of contention in in my house because Steph is like, well, "We're just gonna have to watch it during like during the workday." And I was like, "Okay, clear your lunch." That's what we're doing on our <laughs> lunch break, and it's only like forty minutes. Yeah. And after credits, you know, twenty. Minutes. Oh yeah, no big deal. I mean, I'll get up early to watch it if I have to. But we could still come over and watch it real quick. Yeah. Figure it out. I'll see you in two days. Can't wait to do it again. We'll talk about Loki, and then uh, we'll keep doing this week after week. How's that sound? I think I'm in. All right, perfect. (laughs) Squad fans, we'll be here. We'll be back. PC Mike, The Giggler, Logan, we're all here. Hello and thanks. Carrie says hey as well. We love you guys, and you keep showing up. And we got a new schedule coming out. Go check it out at MostlySuperheroes.com, and uh, go subscribe to that newsletter so you can get Logan's letter coming out this Friday. Other than that, we'll see you on Monday. Talking about Loki season premiere. Take it easy.